Bet Like Mike Show, WindDailySports.com. Um, my name is John Jansen. Follow me at jjansen34. Mike North joining me at North to North. Mike North, I got my microphone working just by beating the hell out of it. How about that? I We are just so advanced in terms of technology around here. Uh, it's not even funny. Listen, I don't know what you did. You beat the hell out of it. That's the way that all people do it, John, For that don't know what they're doing. In other words, Fonzie. Back in happy days, way before your time, we hit the jukebox. Or when I was a kid, that's my what dad I did. Would go to TVs on the point. We hit the top of the TV. Basically, you know what? Outside the corner repairman, and if really banging on something seems to be the second best thing to do, because so, that mic was down and out yesterday, and you didn't send it to any microphone shop, did you? No, no, no. The microphone shop was uh, this old right hand here. <laughs> no, but that that has stood the test yeah, of time. All of that, all of that knocking it, it, it stood the test of time because you were talking about jukeboxes and then TVs. Um, we, as a kid, had right. a Nintendo 64 and used to beat the absolute crap out of it to get oh. it to work. You had to like jam the cartridge into the thing, and but it would work every single time. So there's something there's something technical about giving it the old beating, you know. That's uh, it seems to work with technology. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about it. And we're gonna have our picks, folks. And don't forget, it's a, the best and fastest twenty minutes in all of sports. You can check everything out uh, with uh, John Jansen at uh, J Jansen thirty four. Yours truly at North to North. Always follow Win Daily uh, and check out WinDaily.com. Uh, we had a guy win $100,000. Expand on that a little bit. What happened yesterday, John? Yeah, Joel, uh, for the Open Championship for that tournament, won $100,000. Uh, didn't even have Colin Morikawa in his lineups, but had everybody else at the top of the leaderboard and lost a million dollars by about four points. Uh, so he was, he was on fire, had a great lineup. But that's why you should be listening to him. It's not the first time he's been close to big money and has gotten big money. I know he's won seventy thousand before, was close to two hundred fifty thousand, I think, in that one. Uh, won a hundred thousand. This one almost won a million. So yeah, he's great. Check him out, WindailySports.com. and you can follow him at Draftmaster Flex. Joel is one of the best. He's very good. I tell Joe, Mike said it's sort of like getting five out of six numbers in the lottery to to miss a million dollars. But you know what? He won a decent amount. But man. That million dollars, it's sort of like, I mean, the last thing I'd ever want is to have a lottery ticket where you get five right out of six. And if you got six right, you would have won 50 million. Yeah. You <laughs> get five right, you win a hundred, you win a thousand dollars. You want to basically look for some rope and, 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 and start looking for a beam. I mean, that, that is a loss. That's a tough beat. That's one that follows you forever. Oh, thank you for the hundred grand or thank you for the thousand dollars <laughs> for five out of six. But you know what? Gee, Mike, if you had one more, you could have won $25 million. Let's I mean, just how did, that follows you around for the rest of your life. It does. I'll say this, Mike North, and you'll get the you'll get the reference. There's a reason why they called him a million-dollar man and not a $100,000 man. A million's oh. a lot nicer than 100000 million-dollar <laughs> man or the $100,000 candy bar, but we'll take <laughs> either one, my friend. Okay. Uh, we were one and one last night. We both had Boston. For the second day in a row, I... I picked a team that scored six runs in the first inning. The day before it was Pittsburgh. Yesterday it was Boston. You had the money line. Basically, I had the run line. They scored 11 runs in like uh, two innings, so I was getting a run and a half. Uh, you lost with Cincinnati. I lost uh, 
uh, with the Cubs. They looked uh, Mills just would looked absolutely pathetic in this game. But uh, you know what? We both went one and one, so we'll have more down the line. Okay, let's talk about tonight. Let's talk about the NBA. Let's talk about uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. I think it's going to be. I mean, people are thinking it's going to be a close game tonight. I have no idea. Uh, but I just want to touch on one thing. I heard, um, I'm hearing people, more than one, bring up that Middleton, Chris Middleton, because he scored points at the right time, has a shot at MVP if the Bucks win. I just want to say, shut the fuck up. Are you people out of your goddamn mind? I mean, I hate to swear, but if if Giannis isn't on this team, they're picking in the lottery. They're picking in the lottery. There's a reason Middleton, and by the way, he had a couple bum games throughout this whole thing too. Giannis has been consistent. Is there any way, I mean, there's no way I could look at an MVP ballot, especially, John, if Milwaukee wins and go, yeah, Middleton, or yeah, Holiday. Isn't it an automatic? I mean, aren't they just trying to add some suspense to a suspense? To a suspenseless type of situation, isn't yeah, it automatic? It really is. Yeah, if Milwaukee wins, it's Giannis is going to be MVP. Uh, that guy has been all over the floor. He's had the most iconic moment in this finals so far as well with that block on DeAndre Ayton. Uh, Giannis has been everything. Uh, I, that's I don't know where that's coming from. I, I truly don't. That's just trying to drum up controversy where there is none. I heard uh, it this morning on TV, but you know me. I'm not going to mention any names. Yeah. But my God, how can that's you just, even? Be that's just bad. I, I I don't know. That's just trying to to put out something to to get people to react. But it's it's Giannis. If the Bucks win, it's Giannis. Now, if the Suns win, it'll be interesting. I think it would have to be Chris Paul because if they're going to come back and win this series, it's going to be because of Chris Paul. And they also could lose this series also because of Chris Paul. That's how much importance I think he has to the Suns. Uh, So Giannis Giannis is the best player in this entire series, has been playing like it this entire series. Middleton had one 40-point game. Giannis has had two. And Giannis has been racking up uh, the, the stat sheet in other ways. It's Giannis is... Giannis is great. He's going to win MVP if they do win this series. Yeah, he'll win the MVP if they do did it. It's uh, it's amazing to me that uh, people would actually think about that. So tonight it's going to be interesting. Uh, we'll have our picks at the end of the game. Uh, or we'll have our picks at the end of the show. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> I'll have my pick at the end of the game if you need that. I can do that. For oh, me. I would love that. You know how many times I wanted to have my pick at the end of the game? Yeah. yeah. Last night, the Cub game. I'd like to make another pick if I could, please. Is that all right with you? Um, so it should be a fun game. You said that it's all about Chris Paul. I've heard, and that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be Chris Paul. Devin Booker could have like a thir- two thirty-point games. Right. You know, Chris Paul could help facilitate it. But I agree with you, John. If there's any way that they win the next two games, Chris Paul does okay, and Booker does great. There's a shot Chris Paul would get MVP because of the fawning and the favoritism. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and let me say this: without Devin Booker, they're nowhere either. Talking about uh, uh, the freak on Milwaukee without Devin Booker. They're not there, even if they do have Chris Paul. People are also talking about Milwaukee may not be there next year. Well, either may Phoenix. Either may Phoenix. So let's just enjoy this for what it is. Two teams that we didn't expect to see get in and and, and, and doing a great job. Now, 
I've been hearing this too, and I was driving home, and there's a there's a guy that's pretty good that I listen to every so often on Mad Dog Radio, Adam Shine. Okay, he's out of New York. I don't know if you've ever heard him. Uh, I've heard him. Not bad. The I heard Adam say Chris Paul's a five, and I've heard this from more than than Adam. I've heard this from a bunch of people, but the, he was the last one. He's a five to ten best point guard. Okay, is he a top five, or is he a top ten, or is he neither? Because longevity gets you something, um, but also titles or non-titles also get you something. So I think he's a top 10 point guard. I wouldn't put him in the top five. And in order for us to put him in the top five or 10, do you know all of the point guards in the history of the NBA where we can comfortably put Chris Paul at the top five. Cause I'll name you some point guards that he couldn't touch. You know what I mean, John? Yeah. I, I, I could name off the top of my head, you know, top five, 10 point guards, but I would imagine right. Chris Paul would be around the top 10, but yeah, it's the fact that he hasn't won those titles. And for the most part, it's been pretty much lackluster playoff performances. It's not just, you know, the, the couple of games he's had here in the finals, I think he was really bucking the trend of his past playoff performances by playing well in the Western Conference Finals and the NBA Finals. But then that kind of uh, version of Chris Paul kind of reared its ugly head again, and now he's been bad. So, yeah, I, I just I, I think that he's the most important part of the Suns team right now because there are a lot of things attached to him. DeAndre Ayton's performance is attached to him. I think the win play wing He's players like too. right, right, and I think that's that's a, that's not a coincidence. That's basically attached to Chris Paul. So yeah, th- he does have importance, but I think we do have to take the playoff performances into account with Chris Paul, and that's why he probably is more of a top ten than a top five, and uh, why you if can maybe make a case. If we're going to take the playoff performance of of Chris Paul, which has been dicey the last few games, yeah, then how do what do we do about the first fifteen years? where he couldn't get past the second round, you know? Uh, he's never been there. So that's a detraction. That being said, I'm willing for the top 10, but I got a list here. I just said, give me the top 10 point guards. Magic Johnson was number one, okay? I think we could agree on that. Oscar Robertson, who was the first guy to average a triple-double every game, is number two. John Stockton, his records are just obsessed. He made it to two NBA finals. I won't judge any point guards that played opposite Michael Jordan. I will not do that because then you've got to judge everybody from Patrick Ewing to Carl Malone. All of them lost. Okay. Then I got Steph Curry. I think I'd push Steph Curry up ahead of John uh, Stockton. I think I'd push uh, Curry up yep. against of Oscar Robertson. Isaiah Thomas is five. Okay. Then they put Chris Paul at six. Now, let me tell you who's behind him. Steve Nash. Steve Nash, is ahead of, Steve Nash is ahead of Chris Paul. There's no question. I yeah. don't know how they even did this. How many, how many MVPs Kidd. does Chris Paul have? <laughs> yeah. Jason Kidd. So that's why I talk about the bias. Okay. Even at this. Jason Kidd won a title. with with, And I think many people consider him uh, uh, a monumental point guard of the past. Then you got Walt Frazier. Folks, Walt Frazier was better than Chris Paul. That's my, I just, I saw him both. Okay. And he was more effective. And I think this counts for some, he played on the last Knicks championship team, which was like in the seventies. Okay. And number 10, this is the one that I find interesting. He was Isaiah Thomas before Isaiah. 
Bob Cousy, okay? Bob Cousy won the MVP in 56, 13-time All-Star, 12-time All-NBA uh, selection, six championships, averaged 19 points a game, five rebounds, eight assists, okay? But his field goal percentage was only 37%. That being said, there's an argument to keep Chris Paul out of the top 10. I'll, I'll give Chris Paul a top 10 for longevity. But as far as, like you were saying, honors, you got Koozie, you got Nash, you got guys right behind them that anybody would say, wait a minute, hold on there, like you just did, John. We didn't rehearse this. You said, whoa, hold on for a minute, right? Yeah, Steve not Nash. A, not above Steve. He was as, as good as he did. He made Amari Stoudemire look good. Yeah. I mean, Nash. Nash's peak was just way too good, I think, for – for what Chris Paul has done again, Nash has won a couple of MVPs. Now, one, I, I, I always concede. Yes, he probably should not have won the second one, but the first one he absolutely did deserve. Steve Nash, at his at his peak, was just it was one of the best point guards I have ever seen uh, in my lifetime. And right, uh, I, I think it would be above Chris Paul for sure. And I'll give everybody this: Chris Paul is right behind on this poll. In Isaiah, uh, uh, right behind Isaiah Thomas, there's this much space between those two. Isaiah Thomas was unbelievable. Isaiah Thomas was the Isaiah Thomas. No matter how much you talk about the bad boys, Lambeer, Dumas, uh, you know, Mahorn, you know, Chuck Dale, Isaiah Thomas goes down. They're not even sniffing the title. They're not Vinny, Vinny Johnson, the human mind. They're not sniffing the title. They're not sniffing the title. Yeah. So I think you put him in the top 10. But I've been hearing a lot of, well, he's a top five or top 10. No, make up your mind what he is. And there's some people that will throw him out of the top 10. Tonight, and if they win, and then the next night, John, do you agree? He gets in. Now we can move him up a little bit. But he's been stagnant. This is the best he's looked. I mean, when has Chris Paul been in the conversation ever for a title? Ever. Never. He's never been in the conversation until now. Yeah, and he has he has a good opportunity here to kind of let everybody know that he is a top point guard and he's a championship uh, point guard. But the problem is, you know, I, I think all of the success to the Suns kind of revolves around Chris Paul, I think Devin Booker is a better player, but a lot of things that the Suns like to do all kind of starts with Chris Paul, the stuff they like to do with eight and the stuff they like to do with the wings and Crowder and Bridges. But if he's not playing well, all of that sort of falls apart. I mean, to me, he's the most important piece and he's the reason why they're now down three, two. He's the reason why that they've lost the last yeah. games. I truly believe that. There's no doubt if he would have played much better, he was a, he's been a turnover machine. And, and you know what? Yeah. And when you get to the big games, I mean, can you imagine Magic Johnson having games the last couple? Can't do it. I mean, your point guard in these games is so important. Stockton always played solid. Mark Price was a great point guard. Are you kidding me? Mark There's Price. all sorts of guys. Mark Price is paying the price. You like that? Because of Jordan. Because I think if Jordan's not in the league, that Cleveland team wins two to three. He ruined everybody's life. He ruined Reggie Miller's life. He ruined Patrick Ewing's life. He ruined Mark Price's life. He ruined Craig Elo's life. He ruined John Stockland's life. He ruined Mailman's life. Ja Carmel. Whose life is really Chris Paul ruined? None. Right. 
Uh, you know what's funny about you know the difference of ages is that Mark Price to you, the first time you've heard of him is this great basketball player. The first time I heard the name Mark Price and knew who he was, I was covering EC basketball. He was the head coach of the Charlotte 49ers, the University of Charlotte. And uh, everybody was like, Oh, Mike Price is Mike Price is in the building. I'm like, who is Mark Price? I'm like, who is this guy? And then, of course, I find out, and, and of course I find out he's this great, you know, shooter in basketball. By the way, great Price. player. And if you needed a if you needed five free throws in a row made, you take them. You didn't want Mark Price at the line. You know what I mean? He was sort of like Curry. You didn't you didn't I think Mark Price, the three wasn't relevant. He could have been a great three-point shooter. But Mark Price was one of these, sort of like Chris Paul. Chris Paul, before we get to the picks, if he does anything as a point guard at this late stage, it's basically he slows the ball down. He's like a, a, a miniature mellow, holds the ball sometimes. I think what he's got to do tonight, Jen, is he's got to move the ball. He can't be holding on up at the front, dribbling the ball like this, looking around. I think if you're a defensive team and you got a point guard like that, you love it. You love it. You love to be able to gather yourself. What what they got to do tonight, wouldn't you say, three-on-ones, three-on-twos, they got to try to kick it out. And that's where Aiton comes in. Aiton's got to have a big game. Aiton has disappeared. Yeah, and I think Aiton's disappeared because Chris Paul is not playing well. You know, I think again those two are, are tied Chris to him. Paul for Aiton alone, though, Aiton, yeah, you can't blame well, Chris Paul for Aiton alone. He's he well, still get boards, right? It, I mean, if he was, he, if he could still do it on his own. But I think that that pick and roll is where DeAndre Aiton was doing a lot of his damage and where he's best. And Good the point. Bucks have figured that out. It was that pick and roll with Chris Paul and DeAndre Aiton, and things have been figured out. I don't know if it's because Giannis has been standing underneath the rim or whatever it is, or if they even figured it out at all, or if it's just Chris Paul. But there is something not going right with that pick and roll, and that as I think right, directly Johnny. affected Aiton. I'll tell you what. It's the fastest 20 minutes already. Yes, you, it is. You, 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 you turn it on, folks. You just look. And we just, it just we said, said hi about five minutes ago, it seems like. This is what this country looks for during the stressful times that we're in. Uh, whether it's a friendly wave or whether it's an ice cream cone that makes makes you feel better or whether it's a pick from us. That's right. John, whether or whether it's our line? stress when we're when we're making picks, yes. <laughs> well, I was, yeah, when they put up five against the Cubs, I was stressed the last night. Um, what do you got for the money line on this game tonight, my friend? Do in you the, have a money line play in game? the finals? Yeah, I'm actually going Bucks on the spread. I'm going to take the Bucks to win tonight. I'm going to take them to win and cover the five. So I am taking the Milwaukee Bucks. Here we go again. We're both taking the Milwaukee Bucks, but I'm not so sure. Both uh, the money, the money line is minus one ninety five. It's NBA. Oh, wow! It's wow. A, yeah, it's it's a lot. Wow! Can we do it? I'm going to take the Bucks on the money line, minus one ninety five. I'm going to bet. I'm going to bet a hundred. I'm going to. I'm going to bet. If I put down the C note and you lose, folks, you lose one ninety five. But I just don't see it happening. I think their mojo's gone. You took and put the spread. You can, like we did this yesterday now. People go, well, what's wrong with these two guys? Whoa, whoa. John and I took Boston. We're two entirely different bets last night, and we won. We're going to do the same thing again tonight. I might take both. 
I might take both, but for the just the point with the point of the picks, you could either take John's minus five or you could take mine on the money line minus one ninety five. You have anything else? Because that's the only game I got bet tonight, my friend. Yeah, just real quick, I'll take the Yankees plus one ten. Aaron Nola is bad on the road. He's been uh his numbers should be better. Uh his XFIP obviously is a lot better than his ERA, so a little bit of bad luck, but he's horrible on the road. So I'll take the Yankees plus one ten. Let me check that out real quick because I noticed this morning there was some movement going the way of uh, the Philadelphia. Yeah, Phillies. it has gone the way of the yeah. Phillies a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. They're minus 130 at Yankee Stadium, Yeah, which is something that, you know, you got to be a little concerned about. But I'm not going to question your picks. We both uh, did okay yesterday. We were both one and one. Anything else, my friend? That is it. Ladies and gentlemen, we hit the 20-minute mark. We let it go back by a couple we charge the overtime to 45, 50 seconds overtime to, to Jason, you know, and the fine folks at Win Daily. I'll make sure but to thanks for joining us. We'll see every we'll see everybody tomorrow. So long, everybody.